a man is praised for taking his friend's virginity. Geico is going to pay a woman $5 million who says she caught an STD in a car. And Michigan moves to outlaw fake urine. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Yes, that's right. I'm so excited about this episode, and I'm so excited that you joined me today. Let's get right into it. Let's learn something and maybe have a chuckle or two. Ha <laughs> ha, yes. A man is praised for taking his friend's virginity. People are praising a man for taking his terminally sick friend's virginity after she claimed she wanted to have sex before she died. This man is anonymous. He posted about the situation in Reddit where the post received nearly 23,000 upvotes and almost 1,000 comments. According to the CDC, the average age for a woman to lose her virginity or have sexual intercourse is around 17.3 years, while men are closer to 17. I don't know why we need to know that. The CDC reported that nearly 30% of 15 to 19-year-olds have not had sexual intercourse. I don't know why we need to know that either, but, I mean, this is a touching story about some terminally ill person that was like, I want my friend to take my virginity. I want to experience this before I expire. In, in the post titled, uh, I took my terminally ill friend's virginity before she passed, the 31-year-old man said the two of them have been friends for six years. He explained that when her cancer came back, she told everyone she did not want to go through chemotherapy once again, saying she wanted to enjoy the time that she had left. And uh, people do make this choice, especially people who have gone through chemo already. And they're like, all right, I know that that, li that's not a, that life is no bueno, the chemo life. And sometimes it's not a guarantee that it's even going to work. Some people finish out their last years horribly in chemotherapy, and they're not able to do anything at all. And so those last final moments aren't fulfilling whatsoever. And uh, I think people might regret not being able to have any sort of functional life on the way out. Uh, so this is an individual who decided, you know what, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to enjoy my remaining time. It says here, today is her one-year anniversary since she passed away, and I can't stop thinking about her. The man recalled one night when all the friends were drinking, and she admitted that she was a virgin. She added that she wanted to lose her virginity to somebody she trusts before she dies. And the man wrote, that person was me. She didn't force me to do anything I didn't want to do. She asked, but was willing to drop it and pretend it never happened if I decided that I didn't want to do it. Uh, the man recalled making it quote, extra special by getting a hotel room and filling it with fake candles to make it more romantic. He said the experience was, quote, intense and there were a lot of emotions. Uh, he's quoted in the post as saying, even though she seemed so happy she got to lose her virginity to someone she trusts, part of me wonders if I did take advantage, if I was wrong for saying yes. It's just hard because I miss her so much, but I'm still glad at least I got to give her something before she left. Um, no, dude, you did not take advantage of her at all, at all, in my opinion. You know, I mean, I don't know all of the situation, but she wanted to experience this with a friend and someone she trusted. I mean, if you didn't do it, she probably would have went elsewhere to someone she didn't trust or someone who would have, who knows, damaged her or 
you know, not been, let's just say not the best person to lose your virginity to. I mean, there's those kinds of people. They're just not very empathetic. <laughs> so you're, you were the perfect candidate. Uh, so I don't, I don't think you took advantage at all. Now, a lot of people have commented on this post in Reddit offering support to the man for being a caring friend. One person wrote, this is a beautiful, beautiful story, man. You did so right by her. I'm sorry for your loss. She seemed like an amazing woman. Another user responded, I don't think you took advantage of her. People have sex with other people that they're not in love with all the time. It's the fact that you did love her that made it something meaningful. She will live until you pass away. That is the gift that you gave her. Her memory will not fade. While many offered condolences, other users took the opportunity to share their virginity loss stories. And we don't need to cover those. They're very uncomfortable, typically. I don't know if I know anybody who had like a great virginity loss experience. It's uh, sometimes completely traumatic. I've met people that uh, their virginity loss moment was so terrible that they would they like swore off sex for years afterwards. <laughs> it's just it can go there. It really can. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think this guy took advantage of her? Uh, I don't think so. Call the show though if you disagree with me. Six four six four five zero twenty twelve. A woman claims she got an STD from her ex and has been awarded $5 million from his insurance company. The woman claims she got a sexually transmitted diseases from her ex-boyfriend after sex in the back of his Hyundai Genesis. And she's awarded $5.2 million from his car insurance company, Geico. Well, you know, how are they liable for the STD she got in the back of a Hyundai? I mean, everybody knows if you have sex in the back of a Hyundai, you're probably going to get an STD. I mean, that's not... <laughs> is that a surprise you're in the back of a hyundai lady <laughs> what did you think was going to happen <laughs> you're in the back of a hyundai what do you think this is going to be some great sexual experience you're in a hyundai come on now i don't think this woman should be rewarded for her poor choice to have intercourse in the back of a hyundai we live in a culture now that's just rewarding people for being stupid there's no personal responsibility you're in a hyundai do you think life is going to serve you an award right now? What do you think is going to happen? Good things are going to happen? You're in a Hyundai. <laughs> a Missouri woman has been awarded $5.2 million as a settlement against her ex-boyfriend's car insurance company. This all took place in 2014. She claims she got the STD after sex in the back of the 2014 Hyundai Genesis. Okay, so cut to this past Tuesday. After five years of uncertainty... They were uncertain. They just couldn't decide. Should we award her for being stupid? Okay. The Missouri Court of Appeals affirmed that Geico General Insurance Company is liable and must make the massive payout to this woman in an unprecedented case. I can't believe it. A three-judge panel found that the judgment entered against Geico through earlier arbitration proceedings was actually valid. <laughs> Unbelievable. Turns out... The woman notified Geico in February 2021, stating that she and the insured had been in a romantic relationship since 2017. Okay, four years. What does that have to do with your car, the car insurance company? Well, she told Geico that her intention to seek monetary damages, alleging she contracted HPV from an insured member inside his automobile. How is that on Geico? How? <laughs> so let me get this straight. The car insurance company is, 
like the company is responsible for anything that goes down inside the car, on top of the car, beside the car. Where do you draw the line? What if you get an HPV because you had sex on the Geico paperwork in his apartment? Is Geico liable then as well? <laughs> what if you get food poisoning from a McDonald's drive-thru? Is Geico liable if you like throw up in the car? Geico's responsible? Well, don't get me wrong. I am not pro big corporations. I am, in fact, very anti big corporations. I think we need fewer big corporations. I like my mom and pop coffee shop. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of guy I am. But I also think in this world, we are not putting personal responsibility at the forefront of any of this stuff. People are getting off the hook all the time. It's stupid. We're allowing infantile behavior from adults because of this as well. People need to grow the hell up and take personal responsibility. Okay, okay, I'm getting off my platform. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Back to the story. Now, according to the court documents, they reveal that in this lawsuit, the woman alleged her ex-boyfriend had been told that he had throat cancer tumor and was diagnosed with HPV, yet he continued to have unprotected sex with her knowing the risks. There's a lot going on here. Okay. Uh, Maybe he was, the throat cancer was a, a terminal situation and she was taking his virginity in the back of a Hyundai, not the best place. Okay. So in May, 2021, the arbitrator found that the man and woman had sex inside his vehicle that directly caused or directly contributed to cause the HPV infection. The ex-boyfriend was found liable for not disclosing his infection status. And the woman was awarded the $5.2 million in damages. Wow. We have a quote from a, personal injury attorney named Miguel Custodio. How this guy sleeps at night baffles me. Injury, personal injury attorneys. Wow. Just the dregs of society here. Here's his quote. If you think about it as an injury sustained while in that person's vehicle, then it totally falls within what an insurance company would be required to pay. (laughs) Usually injuries to passengers are the result of a collision or slamming the door on one's fingers, that sort of thing. But while a lawsuit over contracting an STD from the insured driver may be the first of its kind, this award shows that it's not a stretch for someone to file against an insurance company for any actions occurring inside a motor vehicle. Now, the fallout of this is that lawyers are going to be pouring over contracts and devising ways to make claims in the future like this. The entire insurance industry is going to be looking at this case because it could have ramifications in all kinds of situations. For example, what if someone contracts HIV from their partner in their partner's home? The partner didn't reveal the medical issue. Can you go after their home insurance for this? Wow. You know, the other fallout of this is we're all going to have to pay higher insurance rates. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you guys disagree with me. Maybe you think this is okay. Call the show. You got the number? You want it? You got it. Michigan outlaws fake urine. Let's find out why. Michigan legislators want to make it a crime to use fake pee-pee or other means when an employer tests you for drugs. They're saying that people are cheating their employers during the drug screenings. Well, people need jobs, man. Come come on, man. I need to get to work, man. So I smoke a little weed. So what, man? I won't be that late. I swear, man. Okay, so what's a scenario where my, that the article asks that might lead a customer to purchase a bottle of fake urine from a tobacco shop, for instance? 
I don't know, you could get them at tobacco shops. I thought you had to order them from the dark web and they sent you cow piss. So here's the situation. A prospective employee gets a call from Human Resources. You've been hired. One more thing, though. They need you to pass a drug screening. And guess what? They're testing for marijuana because they think it's 1912. (laughs) Come on. Is testing for marijuana really in 2022? Come on. Jeez. The article wants you to know what THC is. It's the psychoactive ingredient in marijuana that these tests try to detect. Um, And the urine screens can detect it up to a month after your high has faded. Uh, By the way, in Michigan, it's been legal for any adult to buy, grow, transport, or use cannabis since 2018. All right, so what are you testing it for then at these jobs? I mean, some jobs, yeah, sure. You know, if you're, I don't know, working as an airline pilot, I suppose... Although I'm not against my airline pilots smoking. It's a very stressful job. They probably need it. Uh, there, there are jobs, I suppose, where you don't want people smoking cannabis. Maybe. I guess law enforcement. But I'm kind of okay with that, too. I, personally, I'm okay with anybody. You know, I don't, despite the level of importance of your role, I think it's, I don't think this drug really is that destructive, to be honest. I mean, alcohol is so much worse. You know, maybe if you're a crossing guard, you probably shouldn't be smoking and working because <laughs> you're, you know, you probably don't realize the cars are going faster than they are. <laughs> there might be some casualties if your crossing guard is stoned. Okay, back to the article. When people, cons- people consider the possibility of losing a prospective job over legal marijuana use, it says here, many are willing to subvert the test with some fake urine or other masking products. Here's a quote from someone who's a professional here. Fake urine is 100% the most popular. Uh, it's asinine that employers even test, test for THC in this state, in my opinion. I agree with this anonymous person. It's asinine. That's a great word, by the way. We should say asinine more often. Now, we have some Michigan lawmakers in the story. They're hoping to put an end to fake urine and other drug test skirting tactics with Senate Bills 134 and 135 that would make it a misdemeanor, punishable by up to a year in jail and a $1,000 fine. I mean, just adding to the unnecessary imprisonment of people, nonviolent crimes like, I mean, it's so dumb. So dumb, especially in a state that it's already legal to use. I mean, oh man, lawmakers, just put them out to pasture, please, these lawmakers. I'm so for it. Hey, all lawmakers that listen to Weird AF News, fill your pockets with cinder block parts and then walk off a dock, please. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get canceled for this episode. What do I care? I'm in a closet. Yeah. Oh, do me a favor. Cancel me out of a closet. It's hot as hell in here, by the way. It also says here they want to punish the people selling fake urine by up to five years in prison. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. This is a this is a sad culture that I live in. It says here, I think we can all agree that we don't want people endangering others on the job or even themselves, and we would hate to see someone get hurt because they faked their drug test. Sheesh, sheesh. Come on, bro. It's cannabis. What do you, I mean, (laughs) to like imprison people for anything related to cannabis. It's just like, in my mind, it's like witchcraft in Salem back in the day. I mean, are you okay? Who are you? All right. Anyway, let's learn something about synthetic urine because I don't know much about it. It's sold under brand names like U-Pass. That's a pretty 
funny name. U-Pass. In other words, U-Pass, this drug test. Also, Synthetics 5, Quick Fix. Uh, some people are calling it novelty or fetish urine, possibly to obscure the intended use. So they're calling it fetish urine. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm buying this urine to pour all over my lover. I'm not, I'm not trying to hide my THC intake for this prospective job at the school. <laughs> uh, now, how much does it cost for fake urine? You're curious? I am too. Uh, shops sell it for about $20, and it comes in an easy-to-conceal bottle that may be strapped to the thigh or stuffed in your underwear and pockets. Oh, yeah, so when you, you... Yeah, yeah, you go to the bathroom, and then you have it stuffed in your thigh or wherever you might try to hide it says here, it's not actual liquid from a drug-free human being or another animal, which I thought it might be. The liquid appears indistinguishable to urine, though. It's made of creatinine, coloring, sometimes uric acid or other chemicals, and mimics the characteristics of urine, usually rendering its fraudulent nature undetectable to the standard urine screening. The bottle usually comes with two different lids, one to keep it sealed and the other one is a nozzle. It comes with a hand warmer to get it to the right temperature. Uh, when it's all ready to go, you get it in there. It's in your pocket. It says it's very easy to use. The products that they have don't end with fake urine. There are detox products as well, mouthwashes, shampoos even, and fake prosthetics like the Wizenator that mimics male genitalia and can be loaded with fake or even someone else's urine. Oh, good way to use your friend that owes you money. You'd be like, nah, nah, don't worry about it. Just pee in my whizinator. I'm trying to get a job <laughs> as a toll booth operator. Yeah, they test. Can you believe it? Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, partner. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Weird AF News. I hope you found it fulfilling, and I hope you found it a valuable way to spend your afternoon today, or evening, or morning. I don't know what time it is that you're taking this in. I'm just glad that you are. There's a lot of podcasts out there. The competition's fierce, guys. It's fierce. So thank you for spending some time with Weird AF News. just want you to know I appreciate you. You're probably wondering why am I doing this voice. I really don't know. I just thought I'd have fun with it. I'm highly caffeinated. I want to give a shout out to someone who joined the Patreon today. Meet Azarde. Azadare. Azardare. I really can't pronounce this name, to be honest with you. Sounds like a superhero. Guys, a superhero has joined the Patreon, so give it up for Azarade. Azardare. Azardare. Damn it. I'm really terrible at this. Azardare. Azardare? I don't know. I don't know who this is, but I'm feeling the love and I'm feeling the support. And that's really all that matters. So shout out to this individual. I'm going to write a private message to this person thanking, thanking them. And I'm going to put this name on the wall, the actual famous wall of the studio. I call it a studio. It's really 
a very large closet, as you know, filled with clothing that buffers the sound. It's a very calculated choice to record in a closet. You think it's silly. I find it to be very productive and cheap. Very cheap. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so grateful for this new patron. Please enjoy the extra content that I put in the Patreon this morning. That's right. I put a few things in there. I like to keep it busy, you know, and then everybody has a discussion around that extra content. We're a nice little community in the Patreon, and you can be a part of it by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the link or download the Patreon app on your smartphone and do a search for Weird AF News. Lastly, I just want to say that tomorrow is Friday, so you know we're doing Florida Friday. All the weird news from this week out of the state of Florida only. So if you come across some weird Florida news, please send it my way. You can do that by going by, by emailing me, rather. Uh, funnyjones at gmail.com. Or send it to me on Instagram in a DM, at funnyjones. That's pretty cool. You can actually tweet it to me as well, at funnyjones. Okay, so yeah, we'll see you tomorrow for Florida Friday. You're going to want to be present for that because they're always, they're always entertaining because, you know, Florida really has, a, has issues. Anyways, I love you very much. Thanks for being with me. Yay! Hey, Jonesy. Um, first off, calling to let you know that we all listen to you in the morning because Alexa said so. Yeah, that's basically it. But we end up falling in love with your podcast anyway. Um, I want to say two things. Well, a couple of things. First things first, Winnie the Pooh's a girl. Yeah, and the bear Winnie is based off of is a little black female bear that his son carried around in the original books. It was she, she, she. But as translations and copies kept going, the S was eventually dropped to misprint, and Winnie became a boy. That's why it's inappropriate dress because... In some places, the translations are still she. So it might be inappropriate dress for us for him because Donna walks around with his tail out all the fucking flipping time. But being Winnie's a girl, Winnie needs to put that, you know, ass up somewhere. Second off, um, I don't know why people get more mad about a anti-caught photo than, you know, people being murdered by said cops. Just, you know, very confused about that. Um, all lives matter, though, right? Mm. Yeah, okay. We're not going to touch that. That's all I want to say. Uh, weird news for you. Um, Elon Musk and Grimes' kids, godparents, are K-pop stars. So, um, Stan Luna, bye. Hey, Jonesy. It's Michael calling from Iowa City. And uh, I've got a song that I want to recommend to all of the weirdos out there. It's from a weird band from the 1980s, the decade of the best music. Uh, I'll challenge anyone on that at any time. Thank you very much. It's from the band Men at Work, and it's actually from their second album, which is a darn good album. The first one is very, very good, but the second one is also a, a darn good follow-up album. The song that I'm referring to is a song called It's a Mistake. And instead of just listening to the song, try to go to YouTube and watch the video for it. 
they did a really amazing video for it, given the techniques of of videos at the time. And it's especially appropriate given the world situation that we're in right now, specifically with Ukraine and Russia. And the song is from 1983, almost 40 years ago. And um, it's <laughs> they make a reference in the song to Ronnie. And, of course, that would be Ronald Reagan, who was president at the time. And, you know, we were in sort of a world power situation there between the United States and Russia. And we're back into that nuclear threat sort of thing right now with Putin making uh, sort of, you know, threats to that sort of thing right now. And this video is really especially appropriate to that kind of situation right now. So I would suggest that everyone just go to YouTube and try to watch the video for Men at Work's song called It's a Mistake. It uh, made it all the way up to number six on the Billboard charts, and it was one of Men at Work's top ten songs back in 1983. So, everyone, I challenge you to watch that video and give it a watch and give it a think. And I'll say to everyone and to uh, everyone listening, Slava Ukrainianye, glory to Ukraine, Slava Heroyam, glory to the heroes, and good luck with your life, man.